0: And I am not putting any words in his mouth. He is saying all of this. And you guys are going to be shocked. No homo or whatever. She is gorgeous. (laughs) And to me, it just shows you'd rather find the girl that's incredibly beautiful and try to change her. Oh gosh, I'm really losing myself in this metaphor.
1: Um, (laughs) You as a passenger have a responsibility to be sure you're going in the right direction because this is a mutual relationship, right? Maybe? Can't relate to
0: cancel culture, hookup culture, or
1: victim culture? Well, neither could we. We created this platform for those other girls, girls like us who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview.
0: We talk about life, work, relationships, pop culture, and everything in between. So let's be those other girls that just don't talk about culture, but change culture. Hello, everyone. You are listening to Those of the Girls with Mallory and Friends. I'm Mallory. I'm Freeman. And we are changing culture and bringing back traditional values. Welcome Pretty much. to our show. If this is your first time finding this podcast, um, we are a pop culture podcast, not like other pop culture podcasts. We're talking faith and femininity, and this is also your new favorite podcast. So go on ahead and follow, subscribe, like, tell all your friends, go ahead and share it. Um, this is going to be a different episode. Uh, not a lot happened this week. Um, <laughs> So that's okay. We can still change it can about everything because things. we'll be
1: because we'll be laid back today. We won't be like, yes. oh my gosh, did you hear? Did you? No, I wanted to say no. Did you know that? <laughs> yes. Yes. Last week the Liza thing was like, well, I heard you know, and it was very, very,
0: very, very crazy. Yes. Um, which funny story, everybody? It is um one of our. It's become one of our most watched. Well, the clip is becoming one of our most watched episodes. Uh, on really? YouTube. Yeah. Shockingly, I know. I know. Well, I guess maybe not shockingly, everyone was talking about Lizzo, and I'm sure people were curious what our opinion would be.
1: True. True. Yeah. I feel like people know our opinions on, like, the basics, and then they're, like, low-key, like, interested to hear we believe in aliens. <laughs> yes. You know? Yeah, yeah. Some people in the app were kind of surprised that we believe in aliens. Yes! Okay, some of our most, like, random things end up being the most controversial. Like, right, the Pam right. thing.
0: Oh, right? I know. That... I, I'll link it if you guys have not seen it yet. Freeman did an amazing article on RPMs. R-A-R-P-M. RPMs. alpha male. Yes. RPM. Mm -hmm. And it was very spicy. A lot. When I showed it on my Facebook, got a lot of comments. Um, I think it's well written. And every person she said was a red flag. I personally stand by. Um, So, yeah um are we, we also, talking about? i was just about to say um uh uh uh, uh <laughs> we were talking about slow week oh we can be chiller we can be chiller um yeah. this week we can do a lot more chit-chatting i guess actually this could be a fun time to catch up there are we have like two stories that i think are going to be fun i think people are going to enjoy it, but this could also just be a time of like catching up um, well, really not the quick. child sex ring. I don't think people are going to enjoy that. No, that's not. But I will enjoyable. enjoy hearing that
1: justice is being done.
0: Yes. Um, and then we have like a relationship thing, which everybody loves talking about relationships. So mm-hmm. that's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. And as I always do, I have tons of thoughts. Um, so okay, I'm trying to think. Oh, announcements. So we have merch. It. Oh, it's right here. Um, my water. <laughs> You are gonna want to get this Um, when you go back to school, back to work. You're gonna want to get one of these. This is gonna be really good. It's gonna keep you hydrated. This can be your emotional support water bottle um, for Mm. your next year. It's available at uh, thosearethegirls.com/slash/merch. We also have a bunch of other stuff too, but this is this is probably my favorite. I carry this everywhere.
1: And unless people know,
0: go
1: ahead. I was just gonna say, honestly, like the, the the concept of an emotional support water bottle makes a lot of sense to me. Like in high school, or in college, I had like a pro life, you know, like water bottle that had a bunch of stickers on it, and it felt like me and the water bottle against the world.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone has one. I really think you're. Those are the girls. One should be it. Yeah, take it everywhere with you. She stays with you at all times. When you are trying to find other other girls, she will be sort a sort of a beacon. When you are setting up for life in class and you finish your presentation, you're wearing your Esther Rose necklace available at shopthepinkrose.com, and you go sit back down, your emotional support water bottle will be right there with you to hide cheering you on. Cheering you on. Mm-hmm. So get it. Those in a way, this, water
1: bottle, this bottle will have me and Mallory inside it
0: cheering you on yes yes actually (laughs) these people on here are us and we will be there you can hear it you'll you're up there you're defending life everyone around you is watching on your water bottle you'll see the faces and just know that we're going go you got this yeah good job you will you'll hear it and you'll feel it and you'll feel how you were made for such a time as this with your Esther rose necklace. Look at that. So, yeah. Um, okay, the next thing what is have <laughs> <laughs> we have a Patreon. We have a Patreon. Freeman, that's our free-for-all. Freeman, do you know what your topic's going to be this week?
1: I do, Mallory. I do know my topic this week. We are going to be discussing IVF and embryo adoption. Embryo mm. adoption is something that I thought I understood, and then I started doing research into it, and I realized there's a lot more to it and basically we should be thinking about this because this is the future of technology and we should be pretty much making our decisions about whether or not we support it like now before it's too late and it's like already integrated into society 100 percent.
0: this is very fascinating i think everyone is going to want to hear this so what you need to do is go to patreon.com slash those are the girls it'll also be linked in the description Sign up so you can hear this conversation. I'm excited to hear what you've researched. Um, And, you know, people talk about it a lot, um, about IVF. It is a hot topic, especially in pro-life world, as we've discussed taking on the Life from a whole life, I guess, perspective. Mm-hmm. So we talked about like adopt. So we talk about abortion, but we also talk about adoption, fertility, yeah. um, abstinence, chastity, all these things mm-hmm. coming all together is kind of really what encompasses, you know, being pro-life. So that's gonna be very interesting. Very interesting. And I also review movies, TV shows, and books. And this week I reviewed Zoe One Hundred and Two. Mm-hmm. Not going to spoil it. It is on the show, oops, spoilers, which is a um, Other Girls media production. It is only available on Spotify and YouTube currently. Um, Freeman is very much Team Apple. Um, and, it, you know, maybe if it gets more traction, I'll move it over to Apple as well. But right now. What you really think? It should be I'm making Apple? a note right now to boo you when you said that <laughs> in the post-production phase. Just... Okay, well, um, eventually it'll probably move over to Apple. And it's literally just me talking like this, telling the movie. You know, I watch a lot of uh, movie reviews, and these people are serious. They have a script, and then da da da, and they will show clips. It's I want you to lower your expectations. It's literally me being me talking about it because i like to talk about movies i have i love movies and tv shows things like that um and i'm kind of a writer and um so i i enjoy it and i always want to talk about it and then one day i was just like well why don't i just like record myself talking about it and put it out there it's why not yeah that's why i love you mallory i could never
1: i could never oh just record yourself and just go Yeah, I love that you're doing this, though. That is so cool. thank you.
0: Thank you. And I like
1: that it's, like, aside from, like, serious topics, it's, like, we can be fun. Mm Pro-life girls can be fun. And it's so random. Or is
0: everything, like, some sort of philosophical, like, debate? (laughs) Yeah, no, literally. Some of the things I say aren't even, like, it's not political at all. I do, so, for example, like, um, if there's, like, a nude scene or something like that, I'm probably not going to give it a 5 out of 5. Just because, like, that's just not... That's not me. Like I don't think that, but yeah. um, and it's like so unserious movies I've done so far. Like I did the um, <laughs> I'm Not Okay, which was such a dumb movie, and I also did the one um with the hearts, uh, with the I think, gosh, she plays Evie in uh, Descendants. You guys know what I'm talking about, and she sings the, uh, really sexy sultry sweet caroline rendition i did that movie um it's just super it's silly what is it in that movie you, I'll, I'll send you the song because i think you you might like it um okay. anyway it's super unserious you guys will like it once again i want lower expectations i'm literally just telling you about the movie it's me talking just like this sometimes i'm a, oh yeah and another thing it's not super serious um, but that is also out now. And then you can look at there's, I've only done 10 episodes of this so far. I'll try to do one every other week. Um, let, and email me, let me know what you think uh, the next movie I should do should be. I'm, Have you done Sound of Freedom? No, I need to see Sound of Freedom. You saw it. Tell us a little bit about it. I don't mind you spoiling it because I, I know his Like I'm very familiar with his work. Um, so are you going to, you want to tell about it?
1: Okay, I'm not really sure if I'm ready to have a stance on it because I have seen it, but I haven't given thought to like the the philosophy that it's problematic. I haven't really indulged that that side of the aisle a little bit, so I'm not ready to make a statement on it. All I can say is that I saw it; it was a good film. I don't. I don't. I'm not endorsing it or not endorsing it right it now, but sense. I will, I will. And I really want to learn why people are skeptical of it because from what I saw, I didn't notice anything problematic. But again, I want to do my research and I want to hear both sides of the debate.
0: Oh, okay. okay. I think, um, I, to be honest, I think part of it is just one of those things. And I mean, the right does it too. It's just kind of like, well, this is endorsed by this person, so it must be wrong as opposed I mean, look at my Bomb Barbie. I think it's just that, but I don't know. I mean, it could and I and I'm sure I don't know how he positioned it, but I'm sure some of what happened in the movie is dramatized. And sometimes people don't like that if you're gonna say it's a true story. But like it has to be dramatized. It's a movie, you know I mean, what I mean? Like you don't expect thing, like, position is to th- be real.
1: I think the argument that, oh, they sensationalized human trafficking, I don't have a problem with that because how else is it going to sell, number one, if it's not sensationalized? And number two, what am I supposed to do? Think, oh, okay, then it's fine. Like, what am I doing? What am I supposed to do with that information other than accept it? You know what I'm saying? Like, what is that going to do? That's not going to change my opinion of the issue. That doesn't make me less sympathetic to those and i don't even know why you would say it's not that you know why like what you know what i'm i don't know if you yeah. know what i'm saying but like i know you lost me a little bit i'm not gonna lie um, okay basically okay so there are plenty of people saying that they like sensationalized human trafficking and right. that it's like over the top and it's way too dramatic and my thoughts are so what if it's too dramatic? I can't imagine that this is an anything other than a dramatic experience for people. Okay. Like, now I'm tracking. Why with would you, you yeah. say it's too dramatic? That's like saying rape is too like they they made rape too dramatic. See what I'm saying? It's like right. it's like the most dramatic thing of all time. Of course it's dramatic. <laughs> right, right.
0: No, you're making a good point. And I think that there's this um there's this small, I think they're a small faction of people who don't want people to make that big of a deal about human trafficking. Not necessarily because I'm friends with this guy on Facebook and I really honestly should unfriend him. If you're friends with me on Facebook, you have seen him comment anything that he does not like and disagree with, he comments. Heck, well, thank he you might for, even be... for participating. At yeah, least. for engagement. He might even be listening to this podcast. He has been sharing about how Sound of freedom is right-wing propaganda, and it's this. And before this movie, though, I do remember a couple uh, of might have been like two or three years ago. He posted um, that human trafficking um, statistics are uh, exaggerated or something like that, and I pushed back on that, and I was like, "Can you explain more?" And he really couldn't. Um, he so there's a small faction of people who want to think that um, it's not that big of a deal in the US because they um, are very pro-sex work. That's something about him. He's very pro-sex work.
2: Mm. So he wants,
0: he thinks that, um, he's like posted stuff about how like this new anti-human trafficking thing, they want to call human trafficking because they want to uh, criminalize sex work. And I want to be like, yeah, okay. I mean, let's criminalize it. Like, what do we need to do? But that's not the whole point. There's still people... I think, I don't think there's a single woman on earth who absolutely wants to be a prostitute. I don't believe that. I think, but I do think there are people who are doing it reluctantly versus people who were coerced in doing it. I think either way, they shouldn't be doing it. Whether you are, okay, I guess I'll do it or, you know, forced to do it. Because I can recognize there is a difference, you know. Um, but I don't think they should be doing it either way. And I do not believe that anyone actually, like, no girl writes down, where do you want to be when you grow up? No one girl says, a prostitute? That's not Or a abortion thing. worker. Or abortion. Yeah, exactly. Nobody actually wants that. But anyway, that's a long, long story. Um, yeah, I, I definitely want to review Sound of Freedom eventually. I need to actually see it. But like I said, I'm very familiar with his work. Um, so I don't feel... And I'm glad people who aren't familiar with it and who haven't done things in human trafficking um, for survivors. So I'm really glad they're getting the attention they need. It uh, yeah. needs, especially because a side thing. This reminds me very interesting timing. This podcast I'm listening to, it's called Believable, a Coco Bertham story. I sent it to you, right? Have I sent that to you? Yep. I think so. Okay. So this is about a girl who faked cancer. That's how she got um, like mm-hmm. Amanda, like I know a lot of you guys mm-hmm. listen to, and she also faked being a human trafficking victim, and it's so interesting. And one of the things I am listening to them on another person's podcast talking about their podcast, and one of the things that they were saying was how in this business, because they're journalists, in this business you see things like this, you have to work on not being, um, not getting jaded. And like when people tell you something, so like if someone tells you they are a victim of a survivor, I don't want to say victim, a survivor of human trafficking, you're automatically going to believe them because it's like, why, Hey, why would someone lie about that? And then yeah. b like, I don't know. You, you just believe them. So i was just talking about how, like, it's really, um, it's hard to not let yourself go into that. So they are hoping that their podcast doesn't negatively affect people in that way. It's very fascinating. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So that's that. That's pretty much us catching up. if I think of anything else that you guys need to know? Any other announcements? Join the app. The app is fun. We talk and discuss the episodes. Um. Oh, and you know what? While I'm here, if you guys know any good guests that we should have on on a myriad of topics, let us know. Mm-hmm. Um. They don't have to be Christian unless we're talking about like a strictly Christian topic. Um. Mm-hmm. But if it's someone who identifies as another whatever or something, love to have them more and talk about their specific topic. And maybe we can even have a conversation about why they aren't a Christian. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. You ready to get into the stories? Let's get into it. Okay. And I should have it already pulled up.
1: Wait, Mallory, look.
0: Um, I'm so sorry. What am I looking at? Oh, I, I didn't know if you could see my face through the glass. Oh, do it again. Oh, yeah, you kind of can. <laughs> Funny. I was like, I was like, is in the cup? Am I, what am I missing? <laughs> um, sorry for those of you that are listening. Yeah, you really miss out um, when you just listen. When you watch, you can also watch on Spotify. If you have Spotify, uh, we're Team Spotify here. Um, Excuse. Mm. We mm. boo team- another boo at eighteen sixteen. <laughs> we there can't boo Spotify by podcasters too much because um, they do give us I'm not booing Spotify. I'm booing you <laughs> being
1: biased. Um. Anyway, we so- biased on many things. That is not one
0: of them. <laughs> um. But yeah, you'll enjoy this production more if you're watching. Last week, I was very animated. Yes. You missed out. Um, Okay. This is brought to you... Okay, it says Apple, but when I click it, it's saying CNN, but I'll link it either way. Um, Okay, it says dozens arrested over alleged child sex abuse following murder of two FBI agents. A total of 98 people have been arrested in connection with the child sex abuse and trigger warning so sorry everybody um trigger warning if you do not want to hear this you want to hear something kind of lighter go ahead and fast forward the rest of the story are very light and 13 children rescued from heart u.s and australian authorities said tuesday more than two years after two fbi agents were killed investigating an alleged international pedophile ring in a news conference tuesday the fbi and Australian Federal Police said 79 arrests, 65 indictments, and 43 convictions in the U.S. were carried out as a result of a joint operation while 19 men were arrested in Australia. Two FBI agents investigated the alleged ring were shot dead in 2021 while executing a search warrant for a computer programming suspect programmer suspected of possession of child abuse material seen in previously reported. The alleged child abuse ring was a peer-to-peer network of some offenders committing offenses for over 10 years, said the Australian mm. Federal Police com- Commander Helen Schneider. Some of the children were known to the men who were arrested, Schneider mm. added, it, but refused to comment further. The Australian Police investiga- investigation began in 2022 when the FBI passed on details on Australian members of the peer to peer network alleging shared child abuse material on the dark web operation was highly complex. The complexity and the anonymity of these platforms means that no agency or country can fight these threats. Um, Okay. Can fight these threats alone. Oh. Can fight these threats alone. That's a very important part. They can fight the threats, but they do not um, they should not work alone. That's a good point. Yeah. You can go first. Well,
1: I know that it's really hard to see the light in this but it's important that when we do pray for things and then we see advancements made even if they bring the light a lot of darkness it's important that we still thank God for answering those prayers if if you are like me and you've been praying for an end to human trafficking you've been praying for justice to be served while it's tough it's important that we remember to thank God for this kind of thing um not not thanking God for the for the abuse happening, but thanking God that for justice. justice is being served. Yeah. Um, and I'm. this makes me think a lot about AI and the role that AI can possibly play in helping identify. And I think you and I have talked about this and helping identify and maybe even prosecute uh, those that are participating in, you know, underage uh, pornography. So I really hope that there's a way we can shield all human eyes or as many as possible from having to watch this and, you know, make notes of it and take notes and depict it. Um, maybe there's a way that AI can actually be of help in this. I don't know. What do you think? Well, kind of to
0: piggyback off of that. Yeah, the, there is someone in every police department that has to sit and watch yeah this, which is terrible to think about. I mean yeah. I can't imagine I was actually I, listening to a podcast where someone was talking about it, and they were like joking about it, and like it's not really funny like that's it is sad it's i mean very it's, depraved, probably need a, a lot of emotional help, like
1: yeah Mallory I could i. I mean, somebody has to, though.
0: That's why I'm saying, like, can AI do this, you know? You know, that's a good point. I think this would, you know, I never want to um, encourage (laughs) AI. (laughs) But I think this could be one use that they could have. um, Something like that. I also think it's really important. um, An important note that um, they mentioned that some of the people they – um arrested knew some of the children in the um child sexual yes. abuse materials.
1: Yes. Um, Does that mean like they were parents or
0: well or statistically, um your people are trafficked by people that they know, friends and family. You I, I just mm-hmm. wanna I like to reiterate this because I think that um mm. there's a lot of propaganda and for example, with the Carly thing, everybody's, oh my goodness, she was mm-hmm. kidnapped, she's going to be human trafficked. And that is not incorrect. That could happen. But reality, like statistically, is you're more likely to be trafficked by, for example, your brother-in-law. Your children mm. are more likely to be trafficked by their cousin. Um, so mm-hmm. that's just like a reminder not to, you know, scare anyone. but That's just a reminder that, um, you know, be present with your children. Um, and then, you know, watch out for other people's kids, too. If you your kid is friends with someone at school and you notice that that someone you call their home and it's always them who answers the mom's not very present. Maybe you can mm. be a good Christian godly light for that child and invite them to stay over for dinner, um, you know, watch out for them. Pay attention to things when you notice that maybe that child all of a sudden has a phone that they've never had before. You know, tiny things like that because once again, it's statistically someone that you know. The chances of being abducted by in human trafficked by someone you don't know are very rare. It happens. So obviously, be alert. Be um, conscious of your surroundings. Be aware, but you are more likely by someone who you know. So um all that to say, just be. I just think that's really important. I really want to kind of highlight that when it comes to what can we do for prevention. Um, we we praise God once again for the for finding, um, for yeah. helping the police officers, uh, find these men, arrest them. I mean, life in prison <laughs> without the possibility. Of literally, role. literally. Like, why? Why do I have a weird feeling these people are going to get like five years? Yeah, I because our justice system is messed up. I'm not very familiar with Australian justice system, so I'm curious the comparison, comparing the um, the Australian sentences to the U.S. sentences. I'm curious how that's mm-hmm. going to go. Um, but yeah, I'm thanking God that they were arrested. And something similar actually happened in Charlotte. I want to say in 2020. Um, there was a huge ring Um, That was busted in Charlotte. And um, we had the director, she's the director, the CEO of A Safe Place. I'll link it. She was on the podcast. She kind of talked about. Mm. So some of the things. um, So it was human trafficking and pornography. So with them, there were some kids that were like actually physically there um mm. and they had to find she talked a little bit about like how when those things happen like where do the kids go um mm-hmm. at when it's like an actual human involved or uh a, a, for lack of a better word a 3d human as opposed to a 2d on the screen which is just as bad which actually <laughs> let me play this um this i'm gonna play you guys a video this is dennis prager and I am not putting any words in his mouth. He is saying all of this. And you guys are going to be shocked. Dennis Prager, Prager from Prager, you give me one. Which I don't fully trust.
1: Just want to put that on the record.
0: Oh, okay. This is what Dennis Prager is saying.
2: I, I, no, I would use evil only with the danger. Oh, oh, no. Would you, would you use the word evil of animated child pornography? No I, certainly I, I, would. no, I would use evil only with the that's where we might differ, yeah. from forgetting the sex issue. You can't be evil. You didn't do evil if you thought evil. You didn't find masturbating to animated pictures of pornography. I'm not doing something evil. That's correct. Yeah, I think that's I think that's despicable. Yeah. Really? Yes, of course. He, so would you evil. Would you use the word evil? Or... So,
0: okay. So explain to me what I just heard. So Dennis Prager is being interviewed by this guy, and Dennis Prager is um, very much, uh, uh, I don't know how to describe him, but he is explaining how he does not think that animated child sexual abuse material is wrong. He thinks that it's only evil if the act is actually completed. So he thinks that, um, so someone, so the guy, his exact words are, If I'm masturbating to pictures of animated child pornography, I'm not doing something evil, question mark? And Dennis Prager from PragerU says, that's correct.
1: Oh. Okay, so do I need
0: to explain why I don't trust? (laughs) He also is the one, I want to say he said, um, women should be thanking their husbands when they do not cheat. When men don't cheat. When men do not cheat. Of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. You're right. When men do not cheat, women should be thanking their husbands.
1: So. And I should be thanking my landlord for providing a roof, even though I pay her. Yeah. So.
0: There's that. Um, why did I bring that up? I think because I was just to thinking about. sauce. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> I think I brought that up just because we were talking about that topic and about how either way, um, you know, 2D versus 3D, animated versus live, it's all evil and wrong. And I think yes. that when you, and I think this is a good example of, so uh, Dennis Prager is not a Christian and I'll just leave it at that. He's not a Christian. You can look up um, his religious background.
1: And, like, Christians think, do this kind of thing all the all the time. Like this sure. is not this is not something that Christians are immune to, having sexual
0: sure. Sure, 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 sure. desires. But true. Um, but my point was um the reason uh, my point is with Christianity we have the set standard of rules. We have a set standard mm-hmm. of um living, and so do other religions, but talking about Christianity, mm-hmm. we have a set standard of rules and in religions, and this is why mm-hmm. it's really important um, to follow when when you read the Bible to take what that says seriously, and not try to find little um, ex- like I forgot how someone worded it, but like exceptions. Exceptions. The goal isn't how close can I get to the line. That's yeah. that should not be your goal. Your goal should be how do I glorify God in this? And yeah. to, it's not just saying no
1: to Satan, it's saying yes to the Lord.
0: Yes, exactly. And I think that um when you don't have that, um, and I would argue just because someone says they're a Christian doesn't mean they're a Christian. So of course I wouldn't say that someone who does that. There's no fruit, so I wouldn't say that they're a Christian. Um, I wouldn't say that they're following Christ at all. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. So, that's why it's just really important to not just try to walk up to that line. I mean, I think
1: think in order to be a Christian, you have to believe in Jesus being the Son of God. And... I think, whole, the, I think you have to believe in the Trinity. Is that correct? Like, what's the yes. textbook definition?
0: Yes. So, um, okay. So in the Bible, to be saved, to be a Christian, you have to believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead and receive and confess him as your Savior and Lord. That's Romans 10, 9, and 10. So, and then there's different things that you believe. Yes, girly. Well, and then, look, she does her stuff. <laughs> and there's different things that you believe to qualify as a Christian. And one of them you write is the Trinity. Um, Mm -hmm. And so you have to believe that Jesus is God and the son of God. Um,
1: Okay. Well, my point is that if you, you know, textbook definition, if you follow that textbook definition, you are a Christian. You can be a murderer and be a Christian. You can be, unfortunately, like you can have all kinds of sin in your heart and still be a Christian. Does not mean I can say for sure you're going to heaven doesn't mean I can say for sure you're going to hell. But I just want to go back to like the original conversation of, you know, the news article. I kind of feel like this is the tip of the iceberg as far as this ring. See what I'm saying? Mm Because it's like if there's so much that we just uncovered, like I have to imagine there's going to be more. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I think so too. And I think now is the time of um justice. And I think I said this when they got um when they found oh goodness the killer of Faith Hedgepack, the girl from Chapel Hill. Now mm-hmm. is the season of justice. I think that technology has improved so much, um, and we have DNA evidence everywhere. Um, all you know, all someone has to do when it comes to DNA. You just have to have a distant relative. Do one of those Ancestry.com things. Bam, they got you. So, mm-hmm. you know, and like you mentioned, AI, maybe finding people, searching things. They have technology to, okay, this image was so here. Figure yeah, where it was uploaded, where yeah. it was recorded, who uploaded it, exactly. from what computer. Though it feels bleak in so many other areas, I think now is the age of justice. We're going to yeah. be seeing more uncovered like these pedophile rings we're going to be seeing more uh bodies identified um of john and jane does that have been um murdered we're going to be seeing more serial killers found now is the age of justice um so i'm excited i'm excited for this i'm excited for the families i'm excited for people who have been sitting at home waiting or not even sitting at home Mm. who've been going out waiting i'm happy that they were able to find these um these pictures and things like that of the children so that their parents can yeah. have a little bit more peace about that. So this is good. These are all good things. We are moving upward and onward. Once again, this is the season of justice. Um, I hope you're yeah, right. I think so. I think that with technology, all this and in technology increasing, we're going to see way more of this. I mean, that girl, well, that's I guess it's a little different uh, Alicia Navarro that just was found. But, I mean, they found the Gilbo Beach murderer. They identified one of the bodies that has been, um, they haven't known who she was since, like, I think she was, like, murdered in, like, the 90s. So, like, it's, this is good. This is good thing. They found mm-hmm. um, this ring. Yeah. These we're upward and onward. Okay, next story. All right, if you were tired of that, we're now going to go to something, like, much lighter. The rest of the episode is going to be much lighter. Uh, possibly, um, you know us, <laughs> it could get deep, I could start crying, who knows, so the next <laughs> one is from Evie magazine um Kiki Palmer doesn't want to set unrealistic body standards it is quote it is my career to look good. Kiki Palmer reveals that she doesn't want to set unrealistic bodies body standards on baby it's Kiki Palmer. it's her podcast, and though she did interview Kamal Harris and kind of nodded her head to some crazy things kiki palmer is hilarious um <laughs> she is so funny so the article goes we love we love it when celebrities are honest it took the jenners and kardashians a while to admit they got work done and mm-hmm. they have a major influence in the beauty space luckily other stars have gone against the grain and with some even admitting that their bodies aren't realistic thanks to their celebrity privileges This week, Kiki Palmer went candid on her podcast, Baby, This is Kiki Palmer, to discuss her influence on beauty standards. While speaking with her trainer, Corey Kellett, the 29-year-old, revealed her inspa for staying fit. Quote, it is my job to stay fit. Let's not get crazy. I don't want people thinking that I'm setting on realistic standards. I can afford a trainer, meal prep, and a lot of things, end quote. It is expensive, but I'm investing in my career because it is my career to look good. Not even... Not even is it my career to look good. It is my career choice to have the kind of career that I want to have. I specifically want to be in action. I specifically want to do certain things that require me to be fit, you know? And I was always putting so much pressure on myself. And I feel like with Note, I got a great opportunity to do some action stuff. And I definitely had already obtained a pretty fit body. But my friend has always been quite small. So it's interesting after the baby to see all the extra stuff I have to work with and how much my fear of having extra actual weight actually becomes a strength as it pertains to my weight training and working out. And it gave me so much more to work with and mold with. End quote. Thatcher's explained that it's a personal choice to keep up with her routine and that it's not her intention to pressure a woman or Hollywood to live up to her standards. I love that. I love yeah, her. Yeah, go ahead. I think that's great. Um, I think it's great that she admits that. And, like, that's the reality of it, you know, to be able to maintain a good body without being blessed with a nice metabolism, you have to have money and you have to work hard. Some people's metabolisms yeah. are absolute trash and mm-hmm. they just don't have the resources to yeah. maintain a super, super fit body. Does that mean, you know, you become obese. You guys know I, I do not support that. Um, very against the whole body t- positivity thing um, but I mean that's just a fact of the matter and I like that as a celebrity she's saying that because I do think that especially younger people uh, they really really want to look like her and I think just hearing that hey this is it's because of x y and z find something you know she all but said find something in your tax bracket <laughs> um, mm-hmm. so yeah I, I like that she said that. I like that she spoke up. You know, the Jenners and Kardashians have been, took them five ever to admit they had anything done. I know. Which it was like. They're oh.
1: still like really weird about it.
0: Yeah. Well, I think it's the re. <laughs> this is going to be a little controversial. The reality is you're getting things done because you don't like them because it makes you feel bad about yourself. Mm. And if you're trying to have um, an image that you always feel good about yourself, you can't get anything done i'm sorry you know if yeah that's just a fact like
1: and wait so you're saying you're saying in order to be successful and feel good about it you probably should just do things organically
0: yes yeah or just stop caring
2: like Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. how i feel
0: about like botox like I have mm-hmm. no interest in that because I just literally Same. do not care.
1: I mean, that's yeah. just like I remember feeling like, why would a sixty, why would a fifty or 60 year old woman do it? And now I'm like, girly, there's people like eighteen doing it. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I think I'm still like catching up with like why fifty year old women <laughs> she, feel they yeah. need to do it. Much less like I just.
0: I, I mean, remember I told someone just like I, you want to spend money, but, right? Like, and I remember I told someone that I wasn't interested, and they were like, wait till you get older. And I was like, "Um, oh, no, I don't think I'll You're be like, interested. you like, I'm waiting. <laughs> right. Like, I wouldn't be interested in either. Thanks, though. Like, I just don't have interest in it, and it's because, like, I just don't care. Now, if we were talking about weight loss surgery, oh, yeah. I mean, I'd give an arm and a leg. I'd give to be, like, to look like Kiki Palmer or, honestly, any skinny person, I would give my leg for that. So- that's a completely different story because, back to what I said, it's an insecurity. You're only doing the Botox thing and the lip thing because of an insecurity. Yeah. If you stop caring about it, then you wouldn't have to worry about it. But I think, I, I just, I don't think that the Kardashians, like, you can't admit that you're insecure if you're, like, a Kardashian. Like, you can't admit mm-hmm. that. I mean, we can all see it. Um, but mm-hmm. you can't you know, if you're supposed to have this era, this aura of like, yeah, I'm great and I've always been great and I love who I am and I'm just so mm-hmm. amazing. You can't admit that like you're very insecure about your lips because that's I think all of them have had their lips up. So. You can't admit that.
1: Yeah, I mean, you said it. like <laughs> I think it's amazing that she's taking organic routes to pursue her you know goals. Something that I did notice and I really, really kind of like latched on to was she said, it's interesting after the baby to see all the extra stuff I have to work with and how much my fear of gaining weight actually became a strength. And I know for me, I do really worry for some reason. I think it's because like the women in my family always talk about like how fat they are. And I'm just like, you're not. And like, This is toxic, you know, like I can remember the women in my family always talking about like I gained four pounds, you know, and being like, oh, my gosh, you pig, you know, like that kind of thing. And so like subconsciously, I've always worried about like, "Uh oh, pregnancy weight, like what am I going to do? Because I don't know what it is, but I don't gain weight. I don't lose weight. Like I have been in a steady like anywhere between 130 to 135 for
0: like five years, It's God saying, I love you more than anyone else. That's what it is. Anyway, keep going.
1: (laughs) There are moments when I'm like, no, I would like to see. I just would like to see if I can like.
0: Yeah. There are times when I would like to,
1: to lose a little bit just to see if I can, you know. Yeah. Or maybe I'll like get into like some workout health kick for like a few months. Nothing. Wow. My point is that scares me for the day that I do gain weight. And inevitably I don't have any skills to lose it. I don't feel like mm. capable
0: of losing anything. So that is interesting what you're saying. I think that is a huge problem that people don't realize. Um, there's people who have been fat their whole lives, they've done the whole diet thing, da 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 da. da. And there's people who gain weight because of pregnancy. And they've never had to create a healthy lifestyle, create a healthy yeah. diets. So they don't know how to do that. And I think that's one of the reasons why it's really good to start working on that now when you can, you know, everybody's Mm -hmm. life's different, but I think that's a really good time to just start building those habits. I think that your body's going to completely change when you do get pregnant. And I think that you, it is going to be an emotional, like it's going to be emotional. It's going to be like the things that you, your body did before are just never going to be the same. And that can mm-hmm. be a good thing, a bad thing, a, an okay thing. Um, mm-hmm. And I think you, you'll you'll figure it out. You know what I mean? Like, I think if you work on good habits now, you'll figure it out.
1: And that's kind of what I'm getting at. Like, I love that she said it, it gave her something to work with. And it helped her, like, overcome that fear yeah. of inevitably gaining baby weight. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that was, like, really motivating to me because I am going to have to, like – dive into the unknown in that area and to hear that she did it too and was able to recover and was able to feel good about it and if anything it made her stronger it made her more empowered and it gave her control and I mean control in like a godly way you know yeah yeah (laughs) I think that's really
0: really motivating yeah that's what I took away from it and that's another good point too I think it is motivating that Obviously we don't have the same resources that she has but like you said she was able to do it she was able to take control and she was able to get it done and Mm -hmm. not to bring Lizzo back up but this kind of just reminds me when she was saying it's my job it just kind of reminded me of I'll never forget on Twitter someone was like going hard on Lizzo about being fat and that's wrong Mm -hmm. you know I don't Mm -hmm. support that at all of course but it was all these celebrities Cardi B Jennifer JLo maybe Palmer but all these celebrities that are like the perfect body size that work out every yeah. day encouraging her saying and she was beautiful and like it didn't feel genuine to me because it's like the thing is girlies like you work every day so you don't look like her like purposely. Mm-hmm. and I think I don't know and this could just be my brain is mm-hmm. everything you know how everybody's different but that was kind of like where my brain went like She's kind of saying the quiet part out loud. The reality is like nobody wants to look like that. Like yeah. that's just how some people have to, because that's just how their body is made, but yeah. nobody really wants to. Everybody works hard so they don't. Um but yeah, I, I just wanted to point that out. That's what I thought of when she said that.
1: <laughs> I see what you're saying. You're saying like there's an underlying agree, we can all agree, you know, that this is this is something to avoid. Right. Uh, not at all costs but for a lot of people it is at all costs for her it's not necessarily at all costs but there's an underlying like truth like a like a foundation that we agree on yeah that unfortunately
0: isn't isn't present in other conversations about weight right and and which isn't necessarily a bad thing because like the reality is nobody really wants to be obese like i've said this before and i'll say it again like nobody if someone is 50 plus overweight they did not get there because they wanted to. Um, mm-hmm. But there's just like this, it, it was just kind of, it felt very like fake. They could have just said, hey, hold your head up and then let it go. It was just some, some of the things that they yeah. were saying. And I was like, okay, now you're going too hard because this is fake. Cause like you, you wouldn't want to look like her. Like you, you work hard to not look like her. It just felt kind of fake. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. one of the, another back to, one great thing about Kiki Palmer, she was honest and real about it. I'm doing this for my career. I want to look good. Um, and I am. And I'm doing a nice, healthy – she has a trainer. I think yeah. it's healthy, good, clean way. I hope she doesn't get anything done. I mean, she's in Hollywood, so she might. But I think it would be great if she didn't. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Okay, let's move on to the next story. <laughs> we said this will be short. Okay, let's move on to the next story really quick. It's a video. Um – that i'm excited so you guys hear from uh the clock app
2: the best dating advice i've ever received believe it or not was from my mom which goes as follows men are like cabs you can't get into the cab if the light isn't on so what does this mean cabs have a light that go on when they're available, right? So when you can get into them, same thing goes for guys. What happens if you get into a cab and their light's not on? You're going to waste your time. You're going to waste your money. You're going to be driving around in circles and you're not going to get anywhere. What this really means is that if you meet a guy and he's just not ready, that's it. He's just not ready. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter if you're Kate Upton or you're Haley Bieber. It does not matter. If you meet a guy and his light's not on... Buck stops there. It's nothing personal. I also think this explains a lot of the time where we see guys ending up with girls we just never would have seen them with. And it's simply because their light was on and she was the first one that walked through the door. It's sounds like just another way of saying timing is everything. Also, shout out to Beth. That's my mom. She's a born and bred New Yorker. Follow me for more tips or we can ask Beth. The best dating advice I've ever received, believe it or not, was from okay, my mom. But... which goes as follows.
1: But what if a guy's light is on and then you're still driving around circles, wasting your money, and not getting anywhere?
0: I'm so sorry. you explain what you mean by that analogy? Like, I think like that's a like good one. Like if a guy said,
1: "Like this has happened to me." A guy says he's serious. You know, he likes me. Like in high school, you know, whatever.
0: You're oh, so young. Go ahead.
1: And you realize, like, okay. After a certain amount of time, you realize they're not serious. They're, they're.
0: I'm thinking of a lot of words right now. Well, okay. So in my head, I would say his light really wasn't on. I would say, yeah,
1: exactly. But what if, what if, what if he's presenting that his light is on? Because I think that's the real that's the real conversation. It's not like guys are saying you know, no, I'm not ready. And then girls are like, okay, I won't date. It's more like guys are saying, sure, sure. And then they're like, unsure of if the light's really on or not. Well,
0: I think that is, so I'm thinking of, um, you know, I was talking to this guy in college and silly me, you know, we were holding hands, kissing, and I thought we were in a relationship. Silly me. Um, And, you know, we're texting every day and all these things. Uh-oh. Um And in my head, the light was on. But I think that that's figuring out the light was off. But I don't... I guess, like, when I really look back, was his light really... I mean, clearly his light wasn't on. This is an interesting way to flip it. Because in my head, I'm thinking about the aspect of... There's another theory. I forgot what it's called. But it's, like, guys... Marry the girl in front of them. So, whenever they're ready, like you could be the person for that person, but if they're not ready and you don't wait around, they will not marry you. They'll marry the next guy. So, the guy will marry the girl that is the person that they date when they're ready. Okay. So, that's the angle I took it. But you're taking it from the angle of how do we deal when the guy's lights are, when we think his lights are on, but it's not. I mean, the only thing he I can says, say is like, get out of it. He says his lights on. Yeah. But I don't, and as I've Okay,
1: here's what you do. Okay, here's okay. the answer yeah. to my question. Okay. As a passenger in the car, <laughs> if you're noticing you're going in circles, even though the light's on, or the driver thinks he's taking you to Somewhere. your destiny... Oh, gosh, I'm to- really losing myself in this metaphor. Um... <laughs> You, as a passenger, have a responsibility to be sure you're going in the right direction because this is a mutual relationship, right?
2: Maybe?
0: Yes. Yes. (laughs) In my head, though, I'm thinking, I mean, I. you know what? I guess that's reality. Reality is you're going to get into some cabs whose lights are on, but... The, you're starting to notice you're going in circles. You're going in circles. He's not getting to the destination. Um. Yeah, I guess that's I guess that's reality. And okay, i mean, Probably I I have it. with this
1: metaphor is that it implies that the man is in control, and I don't mean that in like a feminist way, but it's not like a mutual partnership where it's like <sighs> you're both getting yourselves to the. T-
0: Am I thinking way too much into this? No, I think it just kind of goes to, like, how you view relationships. Um, and I think we differ on that. I I do think the guy is in control. I wish it was a mutual thing, but I do think the guy is in control, because at the end of the day, like, the woman... I saw a tweet that perfectly explained it. Um, at the end of the day, the woman, like, the man is doing the actions, the woman is kind of receive. Wow, and that's kind of. Anyway, um, that can like translate to a lot of things, but that's like, but like, that's how it is in relation. Like, like, he who makes proposes. The first move. Yeah. He makes the second move. He proposes. He, you know, you're the reciprocator. So, I do think, and the reality is outside of these little red pill circles that some of you are in, um, <laughs> Women want to be married. Women want to um, settle down. Men are the ones who are kind of taking their time. They don't want to for various reasons. They're looking for a person who looks like X, Y, and Z. that That is the red pill circle, right? Or are you
1: talking about something else?
0: No. They would say that the red pill circle would say women are whores and they don't ever want to be married and you are, that's what red pill people say
1: Mm.
0: I'm saying that it's the men who are not trying to settle down, the men are, cause like Tate, they you know, want to have multiple wives and like, why should I get married, it's it's the worst thing that a man can do, she'll take all Mm -hmm. your money Mm -hmm. like that's the reality. It's not women. Oh, no, I'm just not going to marry. I'm going to sit with 15,000 people. You know, the average mm-hmm. woman sits with a 100 men before she's 30. Like, that's not real. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. That's just not mm-hmm. real. That's not true. I mean, statistically, men, if you actually look into it, men sleep yeah. with more women than women sleep with men. So let's be honest about that. And it's Which, how does that add up? Um, I think, in my head, they're just sleeping around more, and there's more men than women in the world, correct? I thought so. Seems to me
1: like men probably overestimate, women probably underestimate. That's
0: fair, too. That could also happen. Okay, anyways. What were we saying? The point is... The cab. So, you're... Okay. cab. So, let's let's talk about my thought on the cab. Like, let's talk about my version of it. Um... Well, no, I want your opinion on that, too. Like, what do you think about the idea that men um, marry who's in front of them? I need more information.
1: Like, so the idea- is it just, like, women, like, I'm ready for a, a mate. And then they, like, look to, like, their left. And there's a normal person. And they're like, woman, mate
0: with me. And that's just that? Well, so this is how I feel like I've seen it in real life. Um, a guy in college it's like dating this girl and they've dated for like three years in college and they're having a lot of fun but he's really not ready to settle down mm-hmm. but she kind of is and they're at a standstill and he's like you know what I, I just kind of want to by myself for a while then he goes gets a good job gets his money up dates a little bit or sorry gets his money up sleeps around um, mm-hmm. does a bunch of other things and he's like he wakes up one day and like I think I want a family. So then, even though he had great chemistry, he was good with that other girl, who probably could be a great wife for him, who, I mean, they dated for three plus years. He goes out on Bumble, matches with a girl, they get along well. She's not a bad girl. There's nothing wrong with her. Mm -hmm. She just was in front of him when he was ready. Well, I think it's...
1: I think it's problematic to say all men in any case. So
0: Right. Alan would never, but go ahead.
1: I think there are men that deserve a lot of credit, and I don't think they're necessarily giving credit. I think there are plenty of men that are very discerning. I think they know what they need long term. I think there are plenty of men that are willing to make temporary sacrifices in order to receive that long-lasting freedom. I'm sure there are also men that that don't think that far ahead that are responding to their personal desires, whether it be a desire for sex or a desire for a family or a desire for a wife. Sure. Why not? Sure. I'm sure it's possible. There are 4 billion men in this world. I'm sure there are men that are guilty of that.
0: And see... I agree, but I wouldn't. I would say that would be the majority of men. I don't think there are plenty of men that are, um, who are discerning, mm-hmm. who are truly yeah. looking at someone's heart. I think, yeah, as I was actually listening today, um, I don't want to say this person's this, she's a very, uh, she and her husband are very famous on Twitter on the right. And I was listening to her husband on this podcast talk about how they met and it, is very indicative to how I think a lot, especially, you know- I know we're you're talk- talking about. You probably, is it their name with an I? No. No, ooh, I wanna, well, let's talk about who you're talking about. <laughs> uh, ne- later, off oh, oh, off camera. Um, so they were talking about how they met and, and I want to add, I'm not, this is not wrong. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying this is just like, how it is. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm very happy for people to be married. And I do believe in redemption. And I believe in grace and forgiveness. I'm going to start off with that. Um, but this man, Christian, um, from what he was expressing about where he was with his walk, had a good relationship with Christ. Great man. Uh, me, great man of God. He I mean, I don't think I've ever heard this. He wanted to wait to have sex. He wanted to, you guys. Can you imagine the man wanting to wait? (laughs) All of these things. He explained how when he met his wife, his now wife, she was a liberal. Uh, This is a famous right wing guy who gets online and talks all this crazy about liberals and about how terrible they are. But she was a liberal. Gosh. And she wasn't a Christian. Uh, I think he used the word she was a degenerate. He said that, not. Oh my! He said all these things about her, Uh, right? Now listen mm. to this. Listen to this. Homegirl's beautiful. Not even trying to be like no homo or whatever. She is gorgeous, and to (laughs) me, it just shows that a guy will, instead of looking for a girl. That matches the character that he wants. That I matches see
1: what you're saying. The,
0: um, the religion that he believes. He'd rather find the girl that's incredibly beautiful and try to change her. Now, once again, this girl now says she's a Christian, even though I really i am very much against flirt to convert. Um mm-hmm. but I actually have a couple friends who were flirted to convert. Yep. And they do seem to be fine and Christian and they have beautiful marriages. So I'm not against it. Uh, I'm sorry, let yep. me back up. I'm not saying it's if it works, I'm not against it. I do think it's dangerous because it does not mm-hmm. always work. Mm-hmm. And then that's how you end up with someone who you get upset because they're not acting the way you want them to, but you were only looking at them for on the outside instead of what's on the inside. Anyway, that's, Mm -hmm. that's just something I've noticed a lot in the right wing. That Mm -hmm. a lot of the men aren't really looking for people with good character. They're looking for people with good, who look good, which is fine. I mean, men are visual creatures. They need to be with someone that looks good. But then at the same time, it just, it kind of feels weird because then you're saying this, but then you're with this. But anyway, um, to me, that kind of is the same vein of like, you, like, you're saying that plenty of guys are looking for virtuous women, blah, blah, blah. And I'm sure there are guys that are, but I wouldn't say, like, I personally wouldn't use the word plenty. I would say there are guys that are. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. There's another reason why I brought that story up. Can't remember it, but I'm glad I shared it. I'm glad I shared it. Yeah, you're
1: just saying, you're just saying like, men say they want one thing, and then... They look at the clock, they realize time is ticking, or they wake up with a desire to marry or whatever, or this woman in front of him is beautiful, and all that other stuff goes out the window.
0: Exactly. That, yep, you knew what I was trying to say better than I did. Exactly. No, I get that. I totally
1: understand. And I think there's also, I think that, again, I think they deserve some credit because maybe they were being open to the Holy Spirit. Maybe they were. Very true. Maybe their initial, you know. What they thought they wanted was different. I think it's very oh, – I honestly get so aggravated when people are like, well, this is my checklist of the perfect person, and if I don't have that, I'm never getting married. You see what I'm saying? That really bothers me, especially women. I think women are – we have like this like a dozen things that we want. It's like that's impossible. If you meet the right person and you have that connection with him, all of that stuff will go out the window. So, so- I think you, they deserve a little bit of credit for possibly being open-minded. Maybe.
0: So okay. Couple I'm things. just trying to I'm just trying to make this a little bit more interesting. Yeah, no no no. You're trying to defend men. That's okay. There, there always has to be somebody. Um no, I'm just joking. We do not hate men. Um uh she's obviously the one that's married and I am not. Um so a couple things. You said what did you say? Oh well, first and I, I understood sa- what you were
1: saying, which is yes. that a lot of times when we say we want someone holy, that just goes out the window because there's a hot person in front of us. Yes,
0: that's so, not right. And you also said the thing about the Holy Spirit. So I want to give you're right. I need to like give credit where credit's due. There are uh, another thing is I th- I really do think that um, people can change their minds yeah. um, about things that I do think that like the Holy Spirit can. Guide and lead you. I, but I will say I don't. I personally don't believe in soulmates, so I don't think that it'll be like, like God leads you to this one person. I think that mm. it can work out with whoever you pick. You both just have to make it work. And I think there are certain people who will be more fun. You know, if I were to marry a super country um, bulldog hillbilly. hillbilly guy, like. That would not be fun for me, um, but it could still work. It could still work, Uh um, but that might not be as much fun as it would be if I married a nerd. You know, like it really just. Oh, oh oh my gosh! I love that. You like nerds? (laughs) Yes. You didn't know that?
1: That's actually my. Oh, I I did. I did know that, but I would never put it that way.
0: Oh, okay. I would prefer a nerd over a jock over somebody country any day of the week. I. For oh, a nerd, yeah. That's so cute. Oh. Well, thank you. Okay, <laughs> so, basically, anyway, so, what's the consensus? So, the consensus, I guess the consensus is, like, relationships are hard. Just be with who, no, I'm just joking. I guess the consensus is, like, realistically, this does happen. But there are men who really are trying. And there are men who really do want um, good women. I What I don't understand is why the quote, I I don't know how to describe, I'm just going to use these terms like, but don't take these terms like too literally. I don't understand why like the good guys and the good girls don't seem to be meeting.
2: It Mm -hmm. seems like a lot of
0: quote unquote good guys are going after Mm -hmm. like super Mm -hmm. attractive girls and then they're upset when, not all the time, but sometimes they don't turn out to be the way that they wanted them to be. And Mm -hmm. it seems like sometimes the girls are just kind of like Mm -hmm. twiddling their thumbs, not leaving their house. Um, Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. just you know, I I don't know why they're not meeting, they're not connecting. I'm saying the abs don't work, but that's another conversation. Yeah, dating's like really hard, and um, I I wish I could encourage you um, in that, but I can't. I do. If have you, a good night. Yeah, have, I can't. So have a great night. Um, enjoy your singleness. Jesus is your boyfriend. All right. Bye. i was just joking. What? You've never heard people say that. Jesus is my boyfriend. No. Yeah, that's a very common thing to say. Um, and even jelly circles. It's a very evangelical thing to say. Um, yeah, Jesus. I don't need a uh, man. I have Jesus. Jesus is my boyfriend. Sometimes I go on dates with Jesus. you never heard people say that? No. Okay. I consider myself lucky. Yeah, it's a very evangelical thing to say. Well, let us know how you guys feel about relationships. Um, I do, as I'm like looking back at some of the things I said, I do feel like I was a little negative. But, you know, sometimes we have those moments Um, I hope that you are all dating and I hope you meet the man that God, um, blesses you with. I hope that you have beautiful, lovely, fruitful marriage with children and all of your dreams come true. And if you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you like, rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Radio Public, Amazon Music, um google play and wherever else we have this podcast up um i don't know what the question will be i don't okay, know. I know oh I know. go I know. ahead go ahead Did you guys like this
1: laid back style or do you like it when we're more, more like a snappy snappy snappy
0: okay and i'll make sure i put snappy 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 that'll be the yes or no question because so like, i want to yeah, make sure i say obviously snappy snappy, snappy snappy i want to make sure i say that are you making fun of me right no, now? No, no, no. I really liked how you said <laughs> that. Like genuinely, that was funny. Um, it's working at the Italian restaurant. Snappy, snappy, snappy. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> that'll. That's a good question. That will be the the um, poll. No, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good poll. Okay. I don't know what else. Um, we'll think of another like open ended question later um so yeah i hope you guys have a great day night evening however wherever you are bye
2: adios